Welcome to the Buyers Agent Institute podcast, the show that will take you from your nine to five to living a life on your terms. We hear from the experts themselves, sharing how they created their success and give you actionable steps to help you create a lifestyle by design. Becoming a buyer's agent requires passion, dedication, and great mentorship. This podcast will share with you all three so that you can turn buying property into a career. I always get inspired by people who go out there and they start their own business or they are in a job that they're unfulfilled with and they go to another job to actually pursue something with more meaning and purpose, right? 10 years ago, when I was looking to start my buyer's agent business, I didn't come from a sales background. I'd never you know, run a business. I had never worked in a real estate role before. And when I spoke about the buyer's agent concept to my close friends, my family, and even an outer circle of people, basically everyone in a very polite way, apart from a few, said, you're gonna fail. And I could have listened to all those people and not started my business, but when I fast forward now, I started and co-founded what was recognized as the largest buyer's agency in Australia. I helped build that into a seven and eight figure business, having over around 70 staff and being involved in the acquisition of real estate companies and also selling real estate companies during that time. And you can listen to what people say sometimes or even take on what they say, and it can really impact your decision-making. So I'm here today with Glenn, AKA Goose McGrath, who started his buyer's agent business, Dashdot, recently. He was a student of the Buyer's Agent Institute. I'm Ben Handler, founder and CEO of the Buyer's Agent Institute. Today, we're gonna hear Glenn's story. We're gonna dive into what Glenn has created over the last six months. It's a remarkable story. And I'm teaching people all across Australia how to turn buying property into a full-time career. Let's get going, yeah? Yeah, sounds good. We're just gonna dive into some questions and Goose is gonna fire away. Let's go. So number one, did you actually see yourself running a business when you were growing up as a kid? Um, that's a really interesting question. I, I don't think I had um, uh, normal childhood aspirations for a start. Um, when I was like five and six, I, uh, I, was, I, I, just, I decided that I was either going to be the Prime Minister of Australia or, or a lawyer. It wasn't a politician, it was like the Prime Minister. So I started studying politics. I had like books on politics at like six years old, which was quite funny. But I, I'd always been entrepreneurial. So you know, entrepreneurial of, mind, of mindset and activity. So organizing things and getting involved in like running events even in my teens. And so I'd always pursued that. And in fact, you know, I, I actually left school early to start a business because I was already, I was already, you know, running events and already doing all this other kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So I actually left to do that. So I guess that kind of, that, that spirit and that nature has always been, been a part of me, yeah. Yeah, awesome. And what really compelled you to, I guess, then become a buyer's agent? Yes, that's a pretty interesting. Um, that's a pretty interesting story because, um, you know, as I just touched on, then I, I was, you know, work, I started working in events when I was quite young. That that snowballed. I, I created multiple businesses out of that, um, you know, and, and businesses in multiple continents. You know, we, we ran quite a big operation uh, for quite some time. It was it was it was amazing, and it was an amazing yeah. adventure. 
But what I actually, you know, I realized I hadn't actually set up a very good business. It was a very busy job for myself. So I was working 100-hour weeks, um, you know, I was really burnt out. You know, I, I was traveling the world, basically living a DJ lifestyle, but also working 100-hour weeks. It was pretty, it was pretty taxing, um, fun for a few <laughs> years, but, um, but, but it was enough to burn anyone out. And so I got to a point where myself and Gabby we were sort of, you know, we we're a young couple in love, you know, thinking, well, this is something's going to change here. We can't keep doing this forever. So we thought we'd do what everyone, everyone does, you know, to try, try and get ahead. We thought we'd buy a property. And, uh, and we bought the wrong property in the wrong place at the wrong time. As you know. Uh, and made a big mistake. Right? Which is, yeah, as you do, as, as so many people do. And this is, this, is, this is actually like the... So I always say the three greatest, greatest things that have happened to me in my life was shattering my spine in a motorbike accident when I was 14. That started the whole events thing. Meeting Gabby... And losing all our money on our first investment. It's like, okay, why? Because what that, what that really did was, was it was such a catalyst for change. You know? that, was, that was a real turning point moment where we went, oh, because we could see everyone around us that was, that was making money in real estate. You see, you, know, you, you look at the rich lists and all the property, you know, millionaires and billionaires, and we're thinking, well, what have we done wrong? And that was, it was a real journey that we went on to, to understand the mechanics mm. of, of, of how to do it because none of our friends and family knew. We didn't, neither of us came from backgrounds where... You know, there are other property investors in the families. Mm. Um, none of that. You know, it just was not part of our, our community and our culture. So it was an, we were an anomaly even at that point. So we didn't have anyone around us we could turn to. So we, we, we went on a quest to try and understand it. Uh, and it was an amazing journey. Uh, and along that way, it was the first sort of time we started hearing about buyers, agents and stuff like that. We were like, oh, yeah, okay. Um, and then we, as we sort of realized that our knowledge base was growing and our skills were growing, and we started to then look at our friends and our family and the people around us yeah. who, who, you know, didn't know what they were doing and we wanted to help them avoid making those mistakes. And we realized that we'd, we'd, we'd moved far enough ahead now that we actually could bring a lot of value to, to, to so many people, like literally tens of thousands of people. Yeah. Because that's the thing. A lot of people get stuck in the, oh, well, I don't have 10 properties or, or I'm not a property millionaire, so who am I to have an opinion? Well, guess what? If you own one or two, you're, you're already way, above. way, 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 way above the average, m- ab- the average person, most people. Um, and so that was kind of the, the, the thing that kind of started it. And then obviously we were sort of quite deep into it. We were talking to a mortgage broker actually who had formerly been a buyer's agent uh, and he was pretty impressed with the level of research and stuff that I was doing and the, and the depth of knowledge that we'd developed. Yeah. Um, and he's, he was the first person to suggest, have you ever thought about being a buyer's agent? Shortly after that, uh, I think I saw one of your Facebook ads, and I was like, oh, damn, there we go, that's me. Uh, um, and yeah, so we got stuck into it. That's awesome. And that leads me to the next question. I've received your emails, and there's a clear mission statement there. Yep. Or I'm not sure if it's a mission statement, but it said there's a mission. Yep. And it's around creating wealth creation for around yeah. 250 people by April, by April 2020. 2020. Are you yeah, on yeah. track? or what's Well, going? yeah. So it's a very ambitious goal, like for any... Um, for any, for any business or any buyer's agency in general. So we started out, we did originally set the target of uh, we wanted to, uh, we're on a mission to transform the lives of 150 everyday Australians by April 2020. And that we've since increased that to 250. <laughs> uh, because, because it's a bit of a, um, you know, for us, our motivation in, in what we do is to, is to genuinely help people change, mm. you know. Change, change in what way? Change, change financially, change their perspective on life, change their future, change their story. Because there's, there's, so, there's so much uh, about what, you know, about real estate. Let, let me take a little step back. 
a lot of people think about real estate as just being a house or an investment property or, or something like this. Whereas I don't see it as that at mm. all. I, what, I, what I see is the, the power of what real estate can do as a vehicle, as, as a vehicle for change that can help people transition from where they are now to where they want to be. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the thing that, that inspires me to want to help people. Like, I, I, I don't really care about property. Like I, I don't, I don't lay awake at night thinking, oh, I really like brown tiles or, or anything like that. What, what I really love, what gets me out of bed every day is, okay, I, I know that I have that we've developed the strategies, the tools, the tactics, knowledge to mm. be able to genuinely benefit thousands of people, tens of thousands yeah. of people. And there's a deeper purpose there. Deeper. There's so much of a deeper purpose because yeah, yeah. when I look at my friends and my family that are that are stuck and not getting ahead, you know, obviously all the things about property mechanics that make it such a powerful vehicle, mm. right? That, that kind of information surprisingly doesn't permeate very deep down uh, into, into the, you know, the normal segments of society. And by normal, I, I literally mean my friends that are teachers, my parents, my family, all this, like normal people, right? So, so to, to have, this, to have a, an ability to have a platform to be able to do that and to be able to spread that message about to help people change is really amazing. So there's part of it that we want to uh, encourage a new thought. But again, it's not even just about stacking cash. It's not like, oh yeah, we'll buy houses and we'll get rich. What, what, what can really transition is, is the, the thought, like the open up people, break down people's limiting beliefs mm. around themselves, what they can be, and the impact that they can have on the world. It's a big area. It's a, yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Because you know, once you can break down their limiting beliefs around their capabilities and open them up to a future of uh, hope and possibility, yeah. joy, abundance, and choice, that, that inspires them and, and fills them. When you say get, get down to their why, you know, they start to get inspired and go, well, actually, I really want to give back to the community or I want to do all these kind of things. I mean, some of our clients that we're working with, literally, they're just like, Goose, awesome, so glad I found you. Um, this is where I'm at. I want to build a property portfolio of like 50 properties in the next 10 years. I'm like, why? They're like, because we're going to start a charitable trust in this country, in this country, in this country, set up women's refuges, education programs. You know, they're, they're, their why is just yeah. like, boom. And they're clear on it. They're super clear, you know. So for some people, it's like, awesome vehicle to get them there and other people it's it's to help them understand that they can create a better life yeah so. you, you strike me as a vulnerable person are you have you have you always felt like you've been vulnerable or is it something that you've acquired over the years um i i think i'm not sure whether i've always been vulnerable i think it's i think it's a dichotomy uh within myself to some degree because a lot of people see me as being quite uh uh, boisterous and and you know I guess loud and active and stuff like that but I've always had a deep feeling that you know I've got something to share and part of being being able to share that is actually breaking down my own barriers and being mm -hmm. able to being I being able to to be real I think a lot of the problem that people problems that people have in general in life is that they they get caught they get blocked by their own they get blocked by their own mental barriers. I yeah. mean, like, for context, I was the first male in my entire extended family to hug another male family member. That was the kind of environment I grew up in. I was, I was like, no, we've got to break this down. You know, like, and, and I, I believe in a connectivity and I believe that, that we can all, you know, create a, a, better, a better place for each other, for sure. And I think that, that that's what comes through. Yeah, nice, nice. And, I mean, you obviously strike me as a passionate person as well, someone who likes to educate student yep. mindset is there a particular book at the moment that 
the entrepreneur grind is hard, as we all know. It, it's yeah. hardcore. It's 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 volatile. There's bad days. There's sick days. There's great days. Is there a is there a particular book that's been ultra helpful for you to really allow you to grind through the journey that you refer to? Short answer is no. Short answer is no. There isn't like a book that I always um, go back to and go, oh, that's that's the one. The way I see, um, I, w- I would say that there's a few, and I'll talk about a couple of them because they're all sort of in context. The, you, the entrepreneurial journey is non-linear, mm. uh, and there's there, and and it's and it's not even like okay, I've got to get good at sales or I've got to get good at market. It's, there's no one thing, not really. So the way I see um, the books that are, that have really helped me along the way, that they're, they're they're guides in my story. You know, so if you, if you, and even if, and on that, if you, go, if you look at Donald, Miller, Donald Miller's uh, story brand, it's an amazing book. It's an amazing book that talks about the story journey of how to build a brand uh, and how to communicate your message and all of that kind of stuff. And what, what that book will actually talk about is how, you know, you need to stop being the hero because you're the hero in your own story. I'm the hero in my own story. So stop trying to be the hero in other people's yeah. story, but position yourself as the guide, right? Someone who's there to help them on their way. It's really interesting kind of psychology. So when I think about the books, you know, even in the last, you know, eight to twelve months, I see them as being the guides that arrived at the right time. You like know, teachers. Like teachers, yeah, yeah, like teachers. You know, so um, was it? Uh, I can't remember his name, but uh, Ready Fire Aim. You know, I read the first four chapters of that yeah. eight times. Just the four first four chapters, eight times. Because that was exactly what yeah. I needed for that point in the journey. You know, there's there's uh, Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson, which has been amazingly yeah. formative. In yeah it's, yeah, it's great. You know, there's there's all kinds of other stuff. Right now, uh, The Obstacle is the Way yeah. by Ryan Halliday. Because, he does uh, Ego as the Enemy as well. He does Ego as the Enemy as well. And I think that that's kind of... Um, it's a very good book. Uh, it's, it's a great, great book. Very good book. It's a great book. I mean, to be honest... I only started it um, this week, uh, but but, it, but I was really stressed out, yeah. overwhelmed. You know, I hadn't actually clocked how overwhelmed I was. Mm. But there's so much going on, and I'm like, ah. Oh. And I, I opened up the book, and I started reading, and I said, oh, kind of, because it's all about stoicism, right? And understanding yeah. that that the obstacles we face are are literally the things that are creating the greatness within it. Correct. And when you can change your perspective and get awareness around all that, it's yeah. very, it's a game changer. Oh, it's, yeah, it's insane. Obstacle that's comes, you're like, yeah. Yeah, bring it on. Yeah. Which, which, and the reason it resonates with me is because that's what my mindset has, has pretty much been anyway. I just hadn't quite just kind of formed it and yeah. gone, oh, great. And sometimes you need to reinforce that. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You can be the fittest guy at the gym, but, but guess what? At some point, you're probably going to need a personal trainer. Yeah, that's right. right? So I've, I've always been quite resilient and I've always gone, you know, I've had a lot of ups and downs in my, in my business journey, in my life journey, uh, and always have been able to move back to a place where I've gone, wow, okay, this is an amazing opportunity to overcome a challenge. Yeah. And, that's, and that's, when you can do that, that is the most empowering thing. Mm. When you can see that and go, hmm, I'm not going to die. And, and this is just going to be, this is, this is, this is part of my transformative journey. Yeah, it's, and, and it's a big commitment to go through and it's, a, it's an amazing place to be. But as I say, being able to reinforce that and to be able to get, get that position again is really mm. good. So, yeah. I remember when we first spoke, I was on the way to Singapore and you were talking me through your journey of yeah. uh, what you'd been up to with your current business at the time. Mm. You share with me, you've been somewhat burnt with some education courses yeah. or a course before and you're skeptical around what I was doing. 
Looking back then in terms of what journey you were going to embark on for yourself and Gabby regarding becoming a buyer's agent and running a business, did you think your business now would scale so quickly? No. That's the short answer is no. Um, we didn't really know what to expect. And I think there's like, I, I'm, I'm the type of person that goes from zero to 100 in, in everything. Um, so when we first started out, we sort of we were thinking, oh, you know, maybe we could get like one client a month. <laughs> uh, if we got one client a month, you know, that's... 12 a year. Yeah, 12 a year. In fact, 10 a year. 10, 10 a year. 10 in a year is our goal. We were like, we could just like live at the beach, you know, like life's going to be good. Like that we'll be making bank, you know. And um, <laughs> somewhere along the way, somewhere along that, the way that changed to 250 in the first year. Um, so you can see like our, our mindset scaled. And I think that that's also, um, you know, that's, that's who does and what we want to do and part of our journey. Um, but that's not for everyone either. I mean, I, see, I actually speak to a lot of uh, buyers agents, and in fact, quite a lot of people who are thinking about being buyers agents that have that will contact me before they contact you even yeah. and go, "Oh, you know, we've seen you. Like, what can you tell me?" Right? And my question is always, well, "What do you want to do?" Yeah. You know, What's because, your goals? Yeah. What are your goals? You know, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. <laughs> Like, I've, like, I can tell you the struggle and I can tell you this, but, yeah. like, you, you know, what's your current position? Where do you want to go? How fast? Why? And, and these, are very, these are very unique things. And, um, yeah, so, so we, we want to we go, like, we, we've got aspirations to grow even bigger, like a lot bigger. How many clients are you working with now? Right now, um, about 25. I find it just incredible that... You forecast one a month, let's just say, let's call it 10 for the year. Yeah. And then you're, you're over 20 right now and you haven't even been operating six months, correct? Full-time? Um, full, yeah, full-time since, yeah, full-time, yeah, about six months. Six months, it's impressive. Less than six months, yeah. It's very impressive. What, what advice would you give to someone starting out to become a buyer's agent now? Um, honestly, I'd probably say don't do what we did. Um, so to give some context... I would say understand that it's going to be a lot harder than you initially thought. We, um, we, we signed on our first two clients and we thought, we're on. Like, this is great. This game is on. game on. And, um, uh, and basically uh, cast ourselves into, onto the journey without a, without a safety net, which is risky. Um, through sheer tenacity, um, grit, resilience we've managed to to do what we're doing now i wouldn't recommend that for most people so when i when people ask me you know what should i do i have people asking me like should i do it myself should i go for work for an agency i, I almost on a weekly basis i'll be talking to someone giving them advice who's wanting to start it's you're awesome pop, you're popular yeah it's awesome with a moustache or... yeah oh yeah yeah exactly <laughs> uh, it's, it's awesome i love it like i'm more than happy to to do that because i because i because i care about wanting to help people of on course, their journey right so uh, and I think it really depends on, on who they are and where they're at. And I guess mm. the, biggest, the biggest thing I think people have got to understand is that property is the easy part. I always say that prop, buying property is the easiest part of the role. Yeah, Correct? yeah. Buying property, buying, property is, buying property is easy. And everyone gets a bit caught up with um, 
the property, the property part, the data, and yeah, what to do and yeah, which is awesome. You know, like you want to provide an amazing value service to your clients and all of that kind of stuff. But you could, you could, you could be, you could find the best deals on the planet. But if you don't have any clients, you haven't got a buyer's agent, mate. Like you, you're gonna starve. Like forget about the business, you're going broke. Like I it's people, that simple. I have people who call me up who own twenty properties. Yep. And I say, you could own the largest portfolio. You could find the best deals, but if you don't have one client, you don't have a buyer's agent business. One hundred percent, and that, that's actually like been the biggest thing for us. Um, is like ninety percent of our focus, marketing and sales, and I think that that's 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 the one big bit of advice that I want to give to people is marketing and sales. And be like, oh, I'm not a salesperson. Oh, sales is sleazy. It's not. Without sales, you go broke. So, so like, cool. If you yeah. wanted, if you want to have it as a hobby, there's nothing wrong with that. That's totally cool. You know, if you've, if you're uh, financially stable, you don't need the work. Mm. Um, you want to do it because you know you like talking to people about houses, and it becomes a bit of a cottage business. N- no problem there. It doesn't need to be some scalable empire kind yeah. of thing. It can just be that. But if you're trying to create a business, a resilient business that, that is actually going to survive. Then you, sales and marketing, sales, marketing. So, sales and marketing, and, and get good at. On. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. Yeah, I mean, some people just don't understand that. If you no leads, no sales, and then you need to market once you have sales to grow your business, and it applies to any business across any industry, yeah, and any sector, yeah, and it's that simple. Yeah, it's a funny thing. It's a funny thing. Like which which way does it go around sales, sales and marketing? So when what you just said there was sales until so you can afford to do the marketing. But the reality is that, that there, is, there is free marketing. You can, correct, everything you're correct, doing is marketing. Correct. So, so the, way to, the way to sort of think about it is not, oh, I'm going to do marketing, I'm going to take out a paid ad in the newspaper. That, yeah, that, like that's, that's a form of marketing, um, but not everything has to be paid. You've got to think about marketing as what is, the, what is the story or what is the journey that any potential client, whether they be your... Um, mum's work friend, mm. right? Or whether it be someone who's seen you on the internet or whatever, however it is, right? Or a referral. What is the journey that is going to lead them to you and to want to work with you? Like, what is that transitionary story? Who, who are you to them? Yeah. So, and that's the kind of thing. And that will get more developed over time. But, but if you go, oh, well, it's just about sales and not about marketing. So let's say I met you for the first time. You've been referred to me and we, we met at a cafe. And I go, Oh, hi, I'm good, so I can buy your house. It's this much. You've, like, it, it is marketing. There's going to be some marketing beforehand. There's going to be um, touch points and phone calls and emails yeah. and follow-ups and like, case, studies. case studies and like, you know, here's a bit about me. You're, you're, they complement each other. Yeah, so the way to think, way, um, uh, way to think about marketing is like if you're playing golf, marketing is the, is the driver, right? So if you get a good drive, mm-hmm. you can land your, your golf ball right on the green, right next to the hole. And then it's just a simple putt. That's the sales. Yeah. So the more that you can develop and, and, and work those muscles, it becomes less about trying to sell people and becomes 100% about just trying to help people. Mm. Because the people that are arriving on your green, are they're asking for help. And it's a very different conversation to, be ha- to have. And I think that that's been one of the biggest journeys that we've gone on rather than like, hey, we're a buyer's agent. Like, yeah. you know, we can help you buy a house. You know, do you want to buy houses? To going, okay, um, we recognize that you've got bigger picture goals, visions, hopes, dreams, desires, and fears. We want to help you and move from where you are now to where you want to be. And it's a very different conversation to have. Yeah, I mean, you were talking earlier about purpose. And yeah. I, know I opened up talking around, 
you know, when I was looking to start the business, the buyer's agent business, the yeah. model at that stage, the concept was very young. And so when I told people that I knew what I was doing, I didn't come from a sales background. I'd never run a business and I didn't work in a traditional real estate role. So people were basically kindly saying, you're going to fail. And my purpose was, I just believe that buyers in this country were heavily misrepresented. I was like over 50,000 real estate agents at that time, less than 300 buyers agents. What the This doesn't stack up. The buyer is talking to a real estate agent and the real estate agent represents a vendor. And so I was able to go against what people were telling me because I was so passionate about giving power back to the buyer and changing the game in this country. And I believe buyers are heavily misrepresented in this country. What excites you most about this buyer's agent revolution that's going on? Um, I definitely think I, th- I definitely think the market differentiation is a big thing. You know, seventy five thousand ish yeah. real estate agents, and what about four hundred and fifty now? Eight hundred and ten buyers agents. Yep. Eight hundred and ten. Well, there you go. I mean, it's still <laughs> like it doesn't stack. It doesn't stack. Yeah. You know, and I, and here's the thing as well. You don't need to worry about competition. You know, there are literally millions, literally millions of of Australians who want to buy property right now, today. Yeah. And there's eight hundred odd buyers agents. <laughs> Yeah, like, doesn't make sense. I, I'm sorry. There's, there's, there, like, I, I, I'm more than happy to, to uh, c- collaborate with other buyers agents to talk. Hey, what's working for you? What's working for you? Because my story is different to their story. So, so there's not going to be a crossover and an overlap. So, so we don't need to worry about that. And they can't copy your personality. No, like you can't copy someone's story. I mean, you could try, but it's not <laughs> going to work. And so, I think the thing that excites me most is um, the, the, the growth potential mm. for us you know we're, we're trying to build a scalable business you know we want we want to that's what we want to do it suits us um but that's that the business uh adventure is is one part of it um but the desire to be able to, to have a message to be able to spread you know the, the, the business is a vehicle for change as well just like real estate is so it's all kind of meta in, in and of itself yeah. and that's 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 what excites me you know the the the, the thrill of the roller coaster of business uh, and the opportunity to to meet with people to genuinely gen, genuinely transform their yeah. lives. Yeah, it's it's a it's a very opportunistic time. It's a privilege, but I think to be working in this buyers agent sector right now for people. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think you know if you if you look at any of the great businesses and great wealth builders, they've always taken uh, they've taken an opportunity in the market. Mm. You know, if you I mean you, you look at the digital marketing space, for example. I mean, there's it's like it's saturated. It's so saturated. Every 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 Tom, Dick, and Harry is a digital marketer and can help you with Facebook ads. You look at the um, the fitness space, same thing. You know, there's fitness pros, there's fitness coaches, there's all, like all all the kind of yeah. thing. But the the buyers agent sector or real estate sector in general is still underrepresented, massively underrepresented. Mm. And I think that um, you know, even if you look at like JD Rockefeller. You know, he, he, he made all of his money by positioning himself at a moment in time where everybody else didn't want to be in the market. Yeah. You look at people like Warren Buffett, you know, be, be fearful when everyone else is greedy and greedy when everyone else is fearful. These, these are symptomatic conversations around the same idea. Mm. Look at where there's a gap, see the opportunity and be brave enough to walk forward and to take that opportunity. Yeah. And that's what you've done. Yeah. It's amazing. Talking about Gabby, your partner. Yep. Uh, I know it's legend. Yep, legend. I know it's challenging or can be challenging working together with your partner in a business. Yep. How's that? How's that arrangement going for you guys? It's awesome. It's awesome. It's great. You divvy up roles or? Um, yeah. So 
it's 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 hasn't been like so super clearly defined. We are very different personalities. We are <laughs> we are we are yin and yang like personified. Um, but that's great because that creates harmony. And where a lot of people are, oh, that's a that's a, a recipe for disaster. We literally wake up every day and we celebrate the fact that we have the opportunity to be able to do this together. Amazing. Um, we don't fight. We don't argue. And we uh, have grown enough together to. If we are getting frustrated with each other in the business or finding inefficiencies, you know, that's natural. That's going to happen with anyone. It doesn't matter whether it's your partner, your friend, a business partner, colleague, sometimes even a person down the street, you're going to be like, why are you doing that? Yeah. <laughs> um, we've got the emotional maturity to go, okay, this is how I feel. I like, are you okay? Why is there something? This is how I can see you're acting. Is there, is it, do you have any limiting beliefs that I can help you with? You know, and try and, try and offer that up, which is, which is awesome. And that's definitely a two-way street because... You know, because I can, you know, race way too fast at things and, you know, it's, it's, it's complex and there's always going to be those challenges, particularly when you throw business in the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, what we found has been, it's been awesome because, because it's such a shared and exciting journey. We've got a shared vision and where we want to go with it. Um, in terms of how it's split up, I mean, it's becoming more split up. I think uh, in, at the, I was going to say the early days, we're only, you know, early six months old, but... but um, it was, we're all doing, we're both doing all the stuff. As you do when you're in startup. Yeah, you, start yeah. We both just do all the stuff. Um, I was naturally uh, more adept at the sales conversations, uh, more of a conversationalist. Now it's becoming a bit more that I'm positioning myself on the front end of the business. Yeah. So uh, marketing or, you know, front-facing marketing. Um, Gabby's doing the, the back end marketing. You're the boisterous one. I'm the boisterous one. I'm the you know I'm the I'm the I'm the, I'm the loud voice box. Exactly. Yeah, but uh, and you know I'll do the sales and, and stuff like that because that's where the best the highest highest and best use of my time is. And Gabby's focusing on on strategy and business operations and stuff. So it's a good balance. What's the the single biggest lesson that you've learned embarking on this buyer's agent journey and running this business? I know you've run other businesses before. Yeah. But focusing on this particular business, what's the single biggest lesson that you've... Or, and it could just be even a, like a, a life lesson, yeah. any style of lesson. Yeah, okay, so or there'd be a couple. Firstly, patience. Um, Big one. Yeah, patience. I am, I, <laughs> I am, I am not a patient guy. Yeah, I, I'm like 100 miles an hour all the time, let's go. Um, but I've had to really learn patience. Because like patience and perspective, because... We've grown really fast, and I guarantee you every single day I wake up and I'm like, we're failing, we're not moving fast enough, what's going on, why, why are we no good? And then objectively I speak to other people and they're like, I haven't got a client, <laughs> you've got 25. Yeah, these people are going, what are you doing? Like, how are you? And I'm like, what? We're, we're failing. You know, it's, it's weird perspective. So I think patience, but the other, the other big thing is uh, a little phrase I learned that the way to yang is through yin and... What that means to me, uh, I think, is a really important story. So, so when you talk about yang, you're typically talking about you know, things like money and finance and those, I guess, more masculine aspects of business and life. Uh, and a lot of people think that that's where they want to go. So they focus on that. I need, uh, what, like, what are the tactics thing, or things that I can do to make the money I need so that I can have the, the feminine aspects in my life, the relaxation, the joy, the love. Mm. And the reality is that the harder you push into the yang to try and get to the yin, the more you're going to break because it's the wrong way. That you actually, if you want to achieve the yang, the way to yang is through yin. 
So you have to try and remember uh, to take the time to, to stop, think, enjoy, love, laugh. And what you'll actually find is when you can actually stop, even the, particularly in those moments, in those points in your business journey where you feel most stressed, most under the pump, and you feel most like, oh my God, I think I'm going to fail. I need to dig in. I need to do more. I need to work harder. Oh my God, I'm, I can squeeze an extra few hours in the day. That is the moment that you need to turn everything off and go and take three days and go to the beach. Just relax. Just relax. And it all sounds very, you know, woo-woo. And I was, I've always been quite a, a logic-based thinker, but I've also been exploratory thinker. So, so when this was kind of ideas were positioned and I started exploring them, and I've actually seen that to ring true. The, the, the weeks that we've done the most sales are immediately following the times where we have just gone, you know what, we need to stop or we're going to break, and we've taken the time to stop and think and enjoy our company with myself and Gabby or whatever and taken a step back and then re-entered into the business, renewed, and then it's, it's almost like the gates open. And I, I think that there's a big metaphysical lesson there. Yeah. yeah. We're going to finish up now. I mean, your journey is, it's remarkable. I mean, to see your business scale into where it's got to in six months and just to see your tenacity, your drive, your passion and how you're immersing yourself in so many areas of the business, it's, it's phenomenal. I mean, I, I get inspired by that. Like, this is why I'm doing this now. Why I'm doing this is to actually see other people like you move into more meaningful work and create change. And like you were saying earlier about your why as to why you, you don't think about property when you go to bed. I do this so people create change in their life. They may not even become a buyer's agent. They may be a banker at Macquarie Bank, but they do my program and then they realize, fuck, I want to get out of Macquarie Bank now and I'm actually going to go somewhere else and it may not yep. be a buyer's agent role. So I just wanted to honor you and say, well done for what you've done. It's just, it's inspirational. And to everyone else who's listening to this, you know, if you are looking to do something different, you've really got to get out of your comfort zone. It's really important to do something with purpose, whatever you decide to do. And on the next episode, we're going to dive into someone else, uh, another buyer's agent, and really deconstruct what they're doing and see how they're achieving massive things. See you later. To find out more about how you can become a stellar buyer's agent yourself, head to www.buyersagentinstitute.com.au.